Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is The HR Mentor. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by two of my former students to talk about their experiences with landing their first HR roles. Both of these remarkable people were international students who are new to Canada, and both have secured their first HR roles less than a year after graduation. In this episode, they share what they believe made them successful and some sage advice for new HR grads or those of you who are actively involved in a job search. During our conversation, we also talk about what's inspiring them right now and how they're staying healthy and happy in a COVID world. But before I share our conversation, I would like to give you a bit of background on my guests. Himanshi Patel is a forward-thinking HR professional who originally hails from India. She moved to Canada in 2017 to pursue her further education in business management. She holds bachelor's degrees in software engineering and an MBA majoring in HR from India. Her desire to explore a career as an HR professional on a global scale originally brought her to Canada. She graduated with a post-baccalaureate diploma in HR from Thompson Rivers University in December 2019. Hamanchi now works with FoodX Urban Delivery as an HR team support and recruitment specialist. Hamanchi was always a generous contributor in my classes. She'd share her experiences from international work, particularly in the recruitment field, as well as her experiences working in the Canadian context. She is also a very kind and gentle person with a smile that can brighten a room. Himanshi also shares in our episode that she is a certified yoga teacher and is currently offering classes online. You can learn more about that and Himanshi in our show notes. My other guest today is Nikita Kumar. Nikita is the HR coordinator for the Penticton Indian Band and was also a former student of mine. After a short trip to Europe during her bachelor's degree, Nikita realized that she wanted to settle in a place that was completely strange to her and outside her comfort zone so that she could experience new things and learn more about herself. Very, very brave. So after graduating with a Bachelor's of Business Management from Bangalore, India, and working for almost two years, she decided it was time to move forward and experience something completely different. After many options and the full support of her family, she began studying at Thompson Rivers University in Kamloops, BC. And I have to be honest, I'm so glad she did because Nikita was another very memorable student of mine. She was always very diligent, thoughtful, conscientious, and quite willing to share her knowledge and experience. Living her dream of experiencing new places, she's now located in Penticton, B.C., She's very excited to be picking up hobbies that get her out of the house and immersed in the local culture. So currently she's experiencing hiking, water sports, visiting local wineries, and best of all, just relaxing on the beach when she gets a bit of time. Nikita is very grateful for what life in Canada has offered her these last two and a half years. 
She's had an amazing university life, meeting some amazing people, and has been able to visit some of the most scenic places. For her, she only sees this journey getting better over time. And I have to agree, I think both of these young professionals are going to have amazing careers and lives, and I'm so very grateful that they took some time to chat with me today. So let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. So thank you so much, Nikita and Himanshi, for being here with me today. I'm uh, really excited to have this conversation about your HR career journey so far. Himanshi and Nikita are both former students of mine and uh, both really stood out in my classes and, and we've stayed in touch over the last couple of years. And I'm really excited that both of them have now landed their first HR roles. And we're going to talk today a little bit about their journey. So welcome, both of you. Thank you, Melanie. (laughs) This is exciting. I mean, yeah, really glad to be here. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Melanie, for inviting us. Thank you for being here. I know your time is precious. And so I'm very grateful that you agreed to do this. So Let's get into it now that uh, the listeners have got a little bit of your background. I wondered if each of you could just talk a little bit about your new role and share a little bit about the organization that you're working for. So what you're doing in your role and and what your organization does. And maybe Himanshi will get you to go first. And can you share a little bit about what you're doing now? Yes, sure. Thank you so much. So I am working at Foodex Urban Delivery. It is the partner company for Spart.ca. So Spart is the online grocery, uh, local online grocery company. So Spart uh, Foodex is basically the logistic for that. So uh, my role over there is HR team support and recruitment specialist. So it is more on the coordinator side of HR. It is relatively new team they have been building. This role was introduced just last year. It's not even a year uh, this this role department came in, uh, came in uh, to role uh, in that time codex. So it is more on the coordinator side. We have warehouse in the Burnaby. So we have warehouse workers. So our, our role as a team support and recruitment specialist it's to support the warehouse worker with everything. So I would say it's more on HR generalist kind of role where I'm responsible for full cycle recruitments and then coordinating everything, benefits, payroll, employee engagement events. And uh, yeah, so it's basically the uh, HR generalist role. Oh, fantastic. That sounds really exciting. How long has the company been operating? So SPARD is very old. It's around 40 uh, years old company, like a few decades. But FoodX is very new. They started operation in 2018. Okay, wow. So they must be extremely busy in the pandemic. Yes, we are so busy right now. Even like last year, I would say, 
what i hear from my coworkers uh, and team members they say like we are with, like it wasn't that busy last uh, last summer but yeah. it was very busy this summer wow exciting time to be in an industry that's so much in demand right now yes like being an essential like supporting essential worker it's yeah like good to be there Fantastic. And so what type of roles are you mostly responsible for recruiting? So I recruit for all the warehouse roles. So we recruit for warehouse team members role. Then we have delivery drivers because we deliver grocery to a customer. So we have delivery okay. driver role. But we have partner companies. So our partner companies are Spud, B-Blush, uh, Blush Lane, Mainland Fresh. So we sometimes recruit for them as well if they need help. The roles are uh, mostly similar, delivery drivers, team member, warehouse team member. And within warehouse, we have different departments. So say produce, inbound, outbound. So sometimes we specifically focus on like say produce department or we are just hiring for the ICQ department. Okay, excellent. That's really exciting. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Nikita, could you tell us a little bit about your role and who you're working for? For sure. Uh, thank you. Uh, so I work as the HR coordinator at uh, Penticton Indian Band. To brief you a little about the organization, Penticton Indian Band is uh, one of the seven communities of the Okanagan Nations. And uh, yeah, it's on the bench lands of Penticton. And I work for the uh, uh, community part of the projects and not the corporate. So like any other company, we have different departments like admin, finance, policy and planning, housing, taxation, you know, and, and yeah, and a few more. So uh, it is more like a government in itself. Uh, it helps effectively run the Penticton Indian Band community. So I, as an HR coordinator there, I help with recruitment, staffing, you know, um, guide and support and guide the employee grievances. Uh, monitor their performance or uh, maintain reports and employee files. And I think, yeah, also they've started training me on payroll and a bunch of different softwares to help me with payroll and, uh, yeah, carry out the HR duties. So, yeah, I guess all in all, everything to, you know, provide backup support to the other uh, program areas of HR department. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. And have you ever had any experience working with an Indian band prior to this? Um, no, I haven't. No, it was the first time. I mean, even learning about the community, I, I, I had not known much before. So, yeah, it's, it's a whole new other experience. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. It sounds like a really exciting role. And so what types of positions are you recruiting for or supporting recruitment for? Uh, actually, everything, like with all the departments of the, of the band, I mean, be it natural resources or the housing or, you know, be, yeah, recently with finance and actually all the departments of the company be it from janitorial mm -hmm. till the management level or all the levels of yeah positions there. Exciting. And how many employees in the organization? Uh, right now we have uh, 150 plus, I can say, yeah. Okay, wow. So it's a fairly good size organization. Oh yeah, it is quite huge. It's, it's a whole community working together. Yeah. And that's so interesting that you know, working for an organization like that, that's 
not-for-profit and, you know, sort of government organization, but also one that supports, as you say, the community, the the lifestyle of a group of people, right? It's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah, like I mentioned, I mean, there is a corporate side of uh, Penticton Indian Band too, but I work for the community yeah. part of it, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, thank you very much for sharing. So, Nikita, I'll go back to you with this this next question, and and it's more of a general question. But what motivated you to study HR? Maybe you could tell uh, the listeners how you ended up at at TRU. Um, this I guess it goes way back because, I mean, my whole life I've been wanting to like help people any way I can. So, uh, yeah, just finding out the fact that apart from, you know, volunteering in an NGO or, you know, any such organization, I could do the same in any corporate world, too, for a business and its employees. So, yeah, that that kind of HR became my goal since then. And uh, even before I took post baccalaureate and uh, diploma in uh, Thompson Rivers, I had um, I graduated with my bachelor's in business management with, again, major in HR. Okay. Yeah, that's three years of my bachelor where I think uh, for two years, I studied all the general subjects, which included like accounting, finance, marketing, and including, I mean, HR as well, where I kind of understood that, you know, I was scoring well in HR, especially not that Mm -hmm. I was a topper or anything, but, you know, fairly I was doing well in HR because... I understood I, I would actually pay attention in class, you know, and understand everything. And yeah. I would never be stressed before giving an HR subject exam. So, yeah, I guess that's that's what interested me where I knew that this is what I wanted to do. And um, I guess yeah, the passion and the satisfaction to be, you know, helpful to one another is what kind of motivated me to study and I guess finally work in HR. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. So your prior degree before you came to Thompson Rivers University was also an HR focus. Yes, it was. All my major projects okay. and my internships, everything was to do with HR, yeah. Fantastic. That's great. I didn't know that about you. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to learn that. What about you, Hemanshi? What What was your motivation to study HR and, and how did you end up at TRU? So I would like to brief you about my background a little bit. I come from the technical background. Uh, So I did undergraduate bachelor's degree in software engineering. So I'm a software engineer and it's quite interesting for people to know as well. Like I always get this question from my interview. Why did you switch to HR like management side? So it's like you discover yourself every at every step. So while I was doing my undergrad degree, I transitioned to the management side because I realized I find out I found out that my niche is more on on the side of helping out people instead of just being on the technical side and being on the mm. back end. I would like to I love to be on the front end and be that face um, of the organization or be the, uh, someone who helps people. So that was my main reason of switching into HR. So after my bachelor's degree, I went on to take MBA from Mumbai University in India. And then I worked there uh, in India and Mumbai for one year. And my urge to 
learn about HR at global platform brought me to Canada and ultimately to TRU Thompson Rivers University. That's exciting. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it's such a, a different path, software engineering to HR, right? It's such different roles. Did you ever work in roles where you were helping people or uh, working with people in an organization that kind of, I guess, opened your eyes to HR as a career path? So during uh, my undergraduate, I was involved with a lot of event stuff and planning events. So basically, I think that was something that opened my eyes and led me to Mm. pursue HR management. Okay. And did you have prior HR experience before you came to TRU? Yes, I have worked as an HR assistant and like banking company in India. Okay, because I seem to recall that in in classes, you would have examples from different organizations. Yeah, which is always helpful. So excellent. Good. So let's talk a little bit about your transition from student to now being an HR professional and being in an HR role. So maybe you could tell everyone a little bit about when you graduated from TRU and how you kind of approached your job search at the beginning. And Nikita, maybe we'll go to you and you can answer that one for us. Um, Sure. So I graduated in May 2020. That's last year, exactly a year back, uh, just when the entire pandemic had started. And yeah, obviously from uh, Thompson Rivers University, I graduated. And uh, about my whole job search, I think... um, well, I did start with, you know, I took help from TRU Careers, first of all, to like edit my resume and cover letter because uh, because I had taken co-op. I knew a few people in particular who really made me understand, you know, how to build my resume and change my cover letter according to like every company and the job posting that I applied to. Right. So, yeah, and I, in fact, you know, recommended many of my friends to book an appointment and take their help as they were Uh, I mean, of course, experts in the job that they were doing. So I did that firstly. And um, I guess uh, also I kept spending my time on LinkedIn, Indeed, and, you know, such job sites where I and kept looking for jobs that I would be eligible for or, you know, the company policies or the benefit plan that like interested me and where I felt like I could apply to. So I did that most of my time and... um, Another thing I would say with job search, yeah, I also kept reaching out to uh, like the experienced uh, people in the industry. Yeah, like through LinkedIn, like it would be as easy as just saying hi and, you know, uh, just ask them how it has been or how they got where they are. So I know it does sound very intrusive and honestly, I wasn't comfortable doing that too. But uh, I guess if you approach with the right intentions to gain knowledge or take any kind of, you know, guidance from them, let's say, I mean, not like everyone replied to. So I think about in like 10 people I messaged, I think two or three did get back. And I know it doesn't help right away, but um, for sure it will help, you know, it will help people remember you for the right reasons if you ever happen to like work together in future so 
that i did for a bit like just tried to get an idea of what exactly is happening in the hr field another thing what i did was um, i guess obviously i mean coming from another country and just graduated i was kind of open to uh, any job that came my way uh, just so you right. know i could step in the field and kind of gain experience and find my path as a long instead of like planning things so i did that i was just open to any hr position that came my mm. way and tried applying or you know even get till the interview point to like just see how it goes so yeah being open really helped me and i guess also yeah, yeah and i guess yeah lastly in my free time i tried uh, completing many certification courses on linkedin those were really helpful like you know beat learning excel or microsoft office you know those things really help you a lot in future or once you get the job too so i i kept spending my time in learning those soft skills for sure which are very mm. helpful if you ask me right now yeah and that's such great advice you know that to, to continuously be building up your skills yes, right for sure yeah and there's so many places to do that so easily and in some cases free and in very inexpensive ways online that you can continually be building your skills and you know uh, tru does offer uh, your uh, i guess membership is that what's called with the linkedin mm-hmm. yeah that's how i could like get access to this videos free of cost for a year mm-hmm. after i graduated so that really helped me build my soft skills for sure That's fantastic. Yeah. And I'm guessing other universities in Canada probably do the the same thing or similar things for their students. So, you know, to those of you that are are soon to graduate and you should look into that and see what your university offers, because there are some benefits even after you graduate. And also, I would suggest that just brought to mind for me that once you're an alumni, there are also certain benefits and discounts you can get as an alumni. Oh, yes. Yeah. So make sure that you get connected with your alumni association and find out what's available to you. So excellent. So so what I hear you saying, Nikita, is that the the things that you focused on was getting some professional advice on your resume and cover letter and and tailoring it to the jobs you were applying for and also making making connections with people working in human resource management and setting up informational interviews to get guidance and advice yes yeah and this could be anyone either the company i applied to like if i found anyone working there where i applied or you know anyone experienced in the field just to gain yeah. a little guidance or knowledge not not exactly to like go and ask for job or anything but just to get a little right. idea yeah yeah perfect i'm always harping on people to don't ask for a job <laughs> <laughs> and and i still get people because they see human resource management in my title or in my profile i get people sending me messages do you have a job for me <laughs> so then i spend time educating them on how that's not a very good approach to (laughs) finding a job, right? Yeah. Yeah. And do your homework. Like, I think that's the other thing that I find in those situations is they've reached out to me because I have HR in my title and, and you guys are going to experience this as HR professionals, but they don't even research 
who you work for, what your role is. Like I'm not in an active HR role anymore, but people still ask me, are there any jobs at TRU? I don't know. I don't work in HR. I'm a professor. So I don't, you know, so, so if you're going to do that, at least do your research on the person that you're reaching out to. Right. And it's so easy to do with LinkedIn. I know you don't want to offend them in any way. You, yeah, you better go with the right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, a lot of people wouldn't take the time to to give you guidance when you do that. I do because of my role and I, I, I want to help people be successful. You have to put in a little bit of legwork for it. That's the idea for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, Hamanchi, can you talk to us a little bit about your experience when you graduated from TRU and and what were some of your job search strategies when you first graduated? Sure. So I graduated in December 2019. Two months after that, I moved to Vancouver and that's when pandemic hit. So Nikita and I have like similar story kind of. So yeah. we were in mid of pandemic when we graduated and it was a tough time because there was no jobs, as, uh, especially no entry-level job. So I had yeah. a lot of time back then because I was temporarily laid off from my retail job. So I used that time to network a lot uh, using LinkedIn to its full uh, capacity, reaching out to HR people and especially to career mentor. So through LinkedIn, Mm. I found a career coach, career mentor, and she helped me a lot in getting my first job, and I'm still working with her. Um, So my career mentor uh, helped me to redesign my resume, revamp my LinkedIn, and work on on my soft skills and getting a job for and landing up a role for me. So I would say one important thing here in job search for any new graduate is networking. Because I believe searching a job is also a full-time job itself. So networking is key over here. So as Nikita said, as you mentioned, like just do not reach out to them, like asking for a job. What I did was I reached out to HR people. I reached out to HR leaders and like for guidance, for advice. And a lot of them were so kind enough to schedule a Zoom call as well with me. And if you're an HR student, I would highly recommend to get a membership with CPHR because networking to them yeah. also helps a lot. And they do have mentor and mentoring program. So that helps a lot. And always be very particular about your resume. Yeah. Modify your resume. Ask for the jobs. That will help you a lot. One key thing I would like to mention that really helped me a lot is after you apply for a job, reach out to HR or someone from that company on LinkedIn and just ask them about how they find working there. And then maybe start a conversation and maybe later on you can let them know like you have applied for this position and yeah, you're interested in working with them. That's great advice. Absolutely. You know, the follow-up is important. I think people are nervous about following up and and you know as Nikita said earlier you don't want to it it feels kind of intrusive at first right but in my experience I got some of the best advice to adjust my strategy by following up and asking people or just reaching out and connecting with them yes that really helped me a lot 
and there was a point of time when i had no jobs and then there was another time where i had three offers with me yes i remember that <laughs> <laughs> and also like i would say do not be scared to start as a recruitment like don't be fascinated by hr coordinator or generalist or something that kind of starting as a recruitment will uh, like it's like a stepping stone i started as a recruiter for fedex and that helped me landing this job yes absolutely and you know people might pursue an entire career in recruitment as well they might find that they really love it and you know i got my start in recruitment i was applying for hr generalist type roles right out of university and wasn't getting anywhere uh, with that strategy because i didn't have experience and uh, wasn't qualified. So, you know, following your advice, Nikita, to to apply for jobs that you're qualified for, I think is also important. But but when I adjusted my strategy and focused on where I had transferable skills, which was in recruitment and job search, things started to happen for me. And that's where I ended up getting my first role. So it it can be a really good strategy. So I think that's also really helpful what you said, Himanshi, that getting a job should be treated like a full-time job. You know, you you need to put the time and the effort in. And I, I think sometimes people, because they don't have experience searching for a job, they don't really put in the time to treat it with the sense of importance that it has or to put in the amount of effort that really is required to be successful. So that's great advice. Okay, so those are some great suggestions and and strategies, Himanshi. Thank you for sharing those. And I do like, you know, what you offered about the CPHR and, and some of the programs they have. And one thing I'll just add to that is that when you're a new graduate from university, and I think this applies to all of the associations across Canada, or the majority of them, a student membership most of the time carries on the year after you graduate. So you get an incredible benefit and, but get all of the, all of the same opportunities as somebody that's paying hundreds of dollars for their membership. And most student accounts are less than a hundred dollars for years. So it's a great opportunity to get connected and uh, to network with HR professionals. So great advice. So, Nikita, I'll go back to you here. What do you feel ultimately led you to land your first HR role? What was it that made you successful in that process? I mean, obviously, my interview did go successful. Maybe that's why I landed the job. But I guess apart from that, uh, just, you know, working hard or being consistent and actually, you know what, doing seriously uh, what you intend to do, because now literally after being on the other side of like the entire hiring process i sometimes see how disinterested or uh, unorganized the applicant is you know if they have Mm. a few spelling errors or have sent an outdated resume and many such reasons so i guess it's important to be focused and really give your 100 percent with each job application that is you know, even if it's like one or two per day or how many ever you're applying for. So you never know when the opportunity, you know, just clicks or opens. So it's it's really important to give your 100% all the time. 
I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know, that what you're saying about the errors on the resumes, I obviously I've recruited, I, I still help clients with recruitment sometimes. So I've spent like most of my career having some connection to recruitment activities. And I, I have to tell you, when I see someone in their cover letter, their resume, and they say they're detail oriented, and then <laughs> they have spelling mistakes or dates missing, like I'm, that is immediately going to get you in the no pile. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, you cannot really, I mean, it doesn't make sense for you to not be, uh, not show an interest in job and do such errors so yeah 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 and I mean it's so simple I I know like people are busy and and they maybe they don't have good attention to detail but get someone else to look at it before you submit it right get another set of eyes on it because it's amazing what you won't see yourself because you've looked at the document for like so many times, right? So getting someone else to look at it can be really helpful. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Awesome. And so your interview process, your selection process, you went through with the Penticton Indian Band. Did you have multiple interviews? Did you have to do any assessments? What What was the process like? Um, I did have an assessment prior to the interview. It was basic. Okay. basic uh, assessment i think to know my microsoft skills and you know communication skills and things like that and after that is what i got an interview and i just had one interview i think some people do have like two okay. or three of them i just had one and that's 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 about it yeah, i had one interview and it was with the uh, my senior hr manager and the uh, cao for some reason okay and yeah just those two like took my interview and gave an answer they it did take some time for them to get back i guess they were interviewing some more so yeah yeah excellent well you must have left a very good impression with them <laughs> i yeah <laughs> thank you good for you and what about preparing for your interview any advice for people um i actually uh this might sound silly but i did kind of practice with one of my friends and I just yeah. asked him to like ask me a few questions and you know just to get the flow of how to talk and yeah that's about yeah. it they helped me and I guess I watched a few YouTube videos too like not videos I think articles and videos I can say uh, to just see like how to like start in an interview or those simple questions they ask about your weakness and strengths though they sound very uh, easy to answer you you can kind of get stuck in the interview Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just kind of yeah. practice with my friends and yeah, that's about it. Good. Yeah, that that's great advice. I always recommend that people spend some time preparing for their interview and um, because it's such a critical part of most selection processes, being prepared is, well, I, I would say not being prepared is a missed opportunity, I guess, you know, because it is so important. Excellent. Thank you. Himanshi, what about you? What what ultimately led you to landing that that first HR role? Um, I believe it was with FedEx was your first role. Yes, my first role was with FedEx. I believe that helped uh, someone um, hiring a career mentor or having a career mentor yeah. helped me a lot. And then networking. 
your career mentors could be your professor. I know Melanie, you helped me so much answering my question all throughout the year. So yeah, like reaching out to professor, having career mentors and network. So that really helped me a lot. Rejections help me a lot as well. Yeah. Yes, you learn. I and one thing that I did during my interview, I used to take notes. So that eventually the questions will be repeated. You can take notes during the interview or after. I don't think it leaves a bad impression on the on the employer because uh, my employer told me like what we really liked about you was we were taking notes uh, notes during interview. So I uh, after my every rejection or every interview I had like collected this questionnaire and I used to prepare for it every next time like mm. so that really helped me a lot and yes um, be detail oriented redefine your job description network have a career mentor I did mock interview with my career mentor as well right so yes. yeah it's you know it just goes back to what you said about treating finding a job like a full-time job, right? Or yeah. or at the least a part-time job. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is it, it, well, it always it always strikes me as so interesting when people reach out to me and they say, "Well, I've tried everything and I'm not getting a job." And I'll say, "Okay, well, how many people have you connected with?" Well, none. And, you know, how much feedback have you got on your uh resume? Oh, well, no one else has looked at my resume. Oh, okay. So how did you prepare for your last interview? Well, I didn't prepare for it. I just, you know, I'm talking about myself. I can wing it, you know? And so people don't really put in the time, but they expect to get this fantastic result. You know, it's it's a lot of work to be ready. So, Hamanti, when you were selected for FedEx or you had the interview for FedEx did you know somebody there or did you apply online and and were selected for an interview oh no like yeah one thing I would like to mention reach out to employment agencies so while I was networking I uh, found out someone from uh, Randstad okay and uh, I spoke to um, the lady from the lands uh, Randstad and we then we connected. Uh, when I moved to Vancouver, I went to Randstad office. I had a meeting with her and she was the one who helped me getting my first role. So reaching out to employment agencies mm. as much as you can will really help me because their process uh, is quite fast. So if they put on your resume, like uh, put forth resume to the employers, the chances are uh, increased by like a really great percentage of you get at least getting an interview. So my first role was through Randstad. And then eventually uh, my second role, like here as in team support, uh, it was just applying. I applied for some other role with this organization. I applied for HR assistant student. Okay. But then it was fell. So the recruiter reached out to me, telling me that these are the other roles that are available and your resume looks good for that. Uh, would you be willing to uh, apply for this role? Excellent. That's great. So obviously your your resume stood out uh, to that person, right, to suggest a different yeah. role for you. Yeah. yeah. I think people also have to remember that, as you said, employment agencies or recruiters, they want applicants that they can refer yes. for jobs, right? Uh, uh, you know, I've done sourcing for clients and, you know, as you know, my friend Joel 
uh, runs a search firm in Vancouver called Arbutus Search. And, and, you know, they're always looking for great candidates to refer to their clients. It makes their job easier. So give them a great resume that they can pass on on your behalf, you know? Yeah, that's really good advice. So ultimately, you feel that, um, you know, being prepared and, and making those connections was really important for you. Yes, and perseverance. It will be difficult. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but your perseverance and consistent effort will really help you if you are very, if you are dedicated. And as Nikita said, do not take it lightly. Yes. So it will really help you. Be serious about the career you are choosing. Yeah. Well, I have to say, you, you both took on your job search the same way I saw you take on your studies, right? You you were willing to do the work, you were you asked questions, you were curious. That's how I remember both of you being in class and very dedicated to your studies. And I can see that those behaviors um, have translated into your job search and, and I'm certain into the roles that you're in now. So I applaud you for that. It's it's wonderful to see. Um, if I may say, Melanie, I mean that would particularly happen in your class because because of the way you taught us, or you know, you were just the best, Melanie. Yeah, so it Aww. would be yeah so exciting to be a part of your class and learn, especially. So yeah, I guess that's Thank why <laughs> we ask question and try learning more. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Melanie, you are like my favorite professor. I did almost all of my courses almost with you. And I always have suggested like wait for the course to be taken in the next semester and do it with Melanie. <laughs> like your classes, you don't even have to prepare for exams. Like you teach in a way like in such an experience through your experience. Like you just listen, be attentive and you can write down the paper without even studying. I never had to study for your paper <laughs> Well, that's, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. It's, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy, I enjoy what I do. So I, I'm glad that that comes through for both of you. So, so one more question, I guess I'll ask both of you. And then if we can go into the fun speed questions, um, what advice, so, so here you are, you're in, you know, your first or, or, or second HR role in Canada, and you've got your whole career ahead of you. What advice would you give other new graduates just starting out their career, either about the job search or, or starting new with a, a new organization? So, Hemanshi, do you want to go first? In terms of quality or something, like perseverance and consistent hard work and effort. Okay. And uh, Prepare right, like do not wait uh, to graduate. Do your work right when you're in last semester. Mm. It will help you a lot. Do not wait to graduate, wait to apply for your work permit or anything. Just uh, It's like as soon as you get into the university, uh, just, start, uh, just start preparing yourself to land a job, like be it a part of any org- um, committee in the university. I was working with NFS as an HR and... Now being active doesn't matter if you if you're yet to graduate. Just network and do not wait and perseverance, and things will fall into place. Yeah, I, that's such a 
That's such good advice to get involved while you're at university because, you know, those connections you make at university can help you as soon as you graduate and and may help you throughout your entire career. Yes. Relationship building, um, I feel, is very important because they help you a lot, be it now or in future. References, because one thing I learned, like, references matter a lot. So build a mm. network for yourself and yeah, relationship. Yeah, very good. Very good advice. Nikita, did you want to add something there? Um, Sure. So uh, I guess uh, with the pandemic going on, I'm sure it will be very overwhelming in the beginning, but uh, things will get yeah. fine. Actually, in fact, they are getting fine already with the whole in quotes new normal that we're adapting to. So yeah, I just guess keep at it and all the hard work does pay off for sure, like Himanshi said. So I would like to add one more thing actually, which I feel is really important. Uh, I feel I was very late to like start being active on LinkedIn, which only delayed the whole process more and more. So uh, I'm sure everybody is smart enough to not do the same, uh, the same mistake that I did. So yeah, I guess just be active on what you're doing and just yeah be alert in what's happening in the field that you eventually want to get into Mm. yeah and you know it's never it's never too early to start getting involved with the industry right there's so many opportunities as a student to connect with people you know we talked about the association but also there's there's groups on linkedin there's different associations um there there's lots lots of ways to get involved student clubs as well often they're bringing in professionals from the community you know as Himanshi said being part of of organizations like Enactus and all of that is is very helpful right yes it is it is definitely I mean with studies if you can balance all of that it will be great for your your career Well, and not only that, it gives you another opportunity to build skills, right? And communicating and being involved with meetings and how meetings operate. And and all of that is going to help you when you find yourself in a new organization. Yes, definitely. Yes. Right? Yeah. Excellent. I you guys have shared so much great advice and and all things that I agree with that I <laughs> that I um, am often talking about through the podcast and and on LinkedIn and with my students. So thank you very much for that. Do we have time to do five speed questions just for fun? Yeah, that'll be exciting. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll get each of you to answer and. We'll, we'll just go back and forth and do this. So th- the first question, if you could work for any organization in the world, which one would it be and why? And maybe Nikita, you can go first on this one. Um, I don't have a gold company, but I guess Google, because I've seen videos and heard a lot about the entire work experience. Mm-hmm. So I would love to be a part of that. Yeah. You know, they have so many great HR programs yes. and perks. It would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Himanshi? Where where would you want to work? I do not have the company name on top of my mind, but I would really want to work for non-for-profit organization. Mm. And and why does that appeal to you? Uh, because I feel like uh, non-for-profits and NGOs, they serve the community and that is where I align as well. Like um, my values align with that. So yeah. that's why I would uh, love to be a part of a company that is selflessly serving community. 
That's fantastic. I, I always like to profile nonprofits because I think they are, they're the types of organizations that HR professionals don't think of in terms of a career path. And I was actually just, just on a call the other day talking to a career coach that I met through CPHR and uh, and we were talking about the incredible job opportunities that are available in not-for-profits, but students don't often think of them as as viable organizations for employment, but yeah, lots of opportunities there. Okay, next question, Nikita, what is your go-to stress release activity? Um, hands down Netflix. I mean, it's been the best way to pass time lately. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Well, there's so much there too, right? You can never run out of something to watch. No. <laughs> no. What's your What's your favorite show? Just oh, I don't know. What am I on currently? I'm actually not watching shows. I've just been watching movies now. So, yeah, I've watched all the new ones. Currently yeah. Sure. Do you have one you'd recommend? Um, I guess I recently watched The Big Short. I know it's nothing to do with HR, but oh. it was a great, great thing. I mean, to learn about stocks and it was quite interesting. And that one's based on a true story. Isn't it is. It? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. The entire how the American that long- market clashed and yeah. Yeah, I watched it, I don't know, must have been about a year or so ago. I really enjoyed it. It was good. It was amazing, yeah. Excellent. What about you, Hamanshi? What's your go-to stress release activity? Uh, yoga and going out in nature, we just for a walk or sitting um, on the beach, like seaside, yeah. Awesome. You. Yeah. yeah. I'm a yoga teacher as well, so just to let me see this picture. <laughs> I did not know that. Fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. So do you teach groups of people or online? Yes. So I am actually associated with a non-profit yoga studio here. I do work for the HR team as well. So I teach to them and recently um, like uh, a community uh, over here, a yoga community that offers outdoor yoga in summer. Yeah. They, uh, they gave me an offer to join them. So Fantastic. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. And if you, maybe you'd be able to share a link to the organization and we can put a link in the show notes if anyone's in the area and they want to get connected. Yeah, sure. I will. uh, Do you want me to send you the link? Yeah, you can send it afterwards. And yeah, that would be great. Yes, sure. It It would really helpful because you're a nonprofit and it would be really helpful. That's fantastic. Yeah, we do not charge like any hefty fee, like $120 a month. It's like by donation, free or by donation. Wonderful. Or purchase a pass, like it could be anywhere between $5 to $100, whatever you can afford. That's lovely. Oh, fantastic. I, I think that's so great. So we'll make sure I that, uh, yeah, no, we'll make sure that we put that in the show notes and then people can can find you if they're in the area. That'd be wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much. No problem. And I'm with you on being outside. That's I'm going for a yes. big hike after this and I <laughs> yeah, I have to be outside. Out. Yeah. Okay, next question. So Nikita, this is to you. If you could go back to the day you graduated from high school, what advice would you give yourself? Um, I guess um not to procrastinate maybe because I always left things for last 
last moment so maybe that and also just to have a balance with work studies and your life just don't get so overwhelmed mm. with what's happening so it, it's all going to find its way so yeah just enjoy as it is yeah oh that's lovely yeah <laughs> i think we forget that sometimes right that life's supposed to be fun i know <laughs> yeah good for you what about you himanshi what advice would you give yourself graduating from high school uh, on the same note i would say take uh, be in the moment and self practice self care yeah and do not set like um, set your goals but uh, like don't be uh, like do not uh, if you are not able to achieve that on certain timeline do not be sad it will come to you your hard work will be yeah and be open be open to everything be receptive and be open yeah such good advice i i think the um yeah just what you said about like set goals but but don't be so driven towards your goals that you don't leave yourself open to other opportunities right yeah great advice all right this should be an easy one nikita coffee or tea <laughs> um now that i'm in penticton can i say wine <laughs> do i'm still learning absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. That's another stress relieving activity. Yes. Yeah, though I'm still learning. So, yeah. Maybe wine. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So have you been visiting the wineries? Oh, I have tried to. I mean, it's summer just started, right? So I I I'm yeah. excited for it this summer. Oh, they have some amazing wineries there. Yeah. Yeah, that Naramata bench is just Oh, yes. It's gorgeous. <laughs> exciting well maybe i'll get a chance if we're allowed to travel i can come and we can do it oh that would be awesome yeah, <laughs> wow, be yeah. So okay what about you himanshi coffee or tea tea tea, tea yeah. yeah like the special like indian chai, mm. chai that one. Yeah. And herbal teas, yeah i guess i mean it's so much different than what we buy in the grocery store in terms of yes. chai tea. <laughs> yes, yeah. I had a friend make me an, an authentic Indian chai tea drink one time and oh, it was so amazing. Yeah, wonderful. All right, last question. Nikita, which book or film has had the biggest impact on you as a person or as a professional? <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't read many books lately. Like it's been really long since I, yeah, completed any book. But I guess with movie, I would say Pursuit of Happiness. I I love mm. that movie. It's been my all time favorite, and yeah, the perfect example of how you know there will be clear skies after every pouring rain. So yeah, it just mm. goes so well with. I mean, yeah, so well with everything in life. So I guess yeah, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a beautiful film. It's a, a film about hope, right? Yes. It's Yeah, no matter how many ups and downs, you just have to keep going. Yeah, don't give up. Yeah. Great message. What about you, Himanshi? I read a lot. Um, a lot of them are yoga books and scriptures, but one book I really love is The Untethered Soul. It's like must read for everyone, like as a person. The Untethered Soul? Yes, The Unfettered Soul by Michael Singer. Okay, I have not read that. Yes, it's like beautiful book. It's like eye-opening and heart-opening. Okay, I'm going to like Obviously, Pursuit of Happiness, like the movie is real. Like, I really love that movie. Yeah, 
and I'm going to read okay, this well, book I'm now. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm I'm putting together my summer reading list. So that one's going on yeah. it for sure. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. We'll we'll put a link in the show notes to both the film on Netflix and uh and the book so people can find them if, if they want to watch or read. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you both so much for being here with me today and for sharing your experiences. I, I know this is going to be so helpful to so many students that are you know, just starting out on their journey and and maybe feeling discouraged or not sure where to start. Uh, this is going to be really helpful to them in terms of what to do next and and how to keep going in their journey. So thank you very much for the generous time you've shared with us and and for being so open and sharing your experience and your advice. I really appreciate it. Um, can I say something? Yes, you can. Yeah. So yeah, on behalf of I think Himanshi as well, I mean, we really appreciate you taking the time and, you know, considering us to be a part of your podcast. This this has been amazing. So yeah, and I've really admired you as a professor before and now as an HR mentor, you know, trying to share your knowledge in any any and every way possible. So yeah, thank you once again. It was it was great to be a part of this. Thank you. That's so sweet. I would like to add to that. It's really an honor to be invited by your professors and teachers. Thank you so much, Melanie. We really appreciate that. And yeah, thank you for always guiding us. And I know you're there for us. And yeah, thank you for being such an amazing professor and a person. Thank you. You guys are so sweet. And it's just nice to talk to you again, right? It's it's good to stay connected and, and to support each other. You know, it's, um, it's one of the things that I think is so important, especially now with everybody working from home, and we're not seeing each other face to face, it takes a little bit more effort to support each other, right? We have to reach out and seek people. And it's it's different when you just see them in the hallway or at work or in the classroom, you can maybe, you know, just say, how are you? And and in this sort of world we're living in, it takes a little bit more effort, but I think it's important. So yeah, hope things get better yeah. soon. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Wow. What a fun conversation. I really enjoyed talking to these two remarkable emerging HR practitioners. Once again, I just want to express my sincere gratitude to both Nikita and Himanshi for giving so much of their time to talk about their experiences and share some really amazing advice with all of you. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode and any others that you've stumbled across. If you're enjoying the HR Mentor, I would so much appreciate a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts or on Podbean. Your support means the world to me. If you would like to learn more about Himanshi or Nikita, you can check out the show notes for this episode. I have links to the organizations they work for, their LinkedIn pages, the books and movies that they've recommended, as well as Himanshi's yoga site. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Take care. Bye for now.